What's up, Ragnar Runner? I am Sarah Albanawi, and I am a Ragnar Relay Ambassador. Consider me your top resource for your travel tips, packing, team building, or information about the venue, anything Ragnar. Find me at Sarah Albanawi on Instagram. Save 10% at registration by using my ambassador code SAAMB22. Here we go again on the Break It Down for Brackets podcast, talking to Sarah about her Ragnar Immortal journey. Today we're talking about Ragnar New England Road. Yeah. So welcome back to the podcast. What? Tell us about um, what team you're on and what's the road course like? This is our first time podcasting about a road Ragnar. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for having me again. This is really exciting. Like you know, sharing my journey as I go along. This is like really awesome, and to have the platform for me to do that, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, so for New England, um, I joined a team called From Sea to Shining Sea with Roger in the Middle, which is a funny name because it was long. The, even the announcer didn't know what the end of it was when we were crossing the line. But it's, you know, most of the everybody on the team was from the East Coast or the West Coast, and it was only Roger who was from Ohio. So <laughs> <laughs> they called him Roger in the Middle. So now every picture we took with the team we put Roger in the middle oh. and we pointed at him of that's course. Roger in the middle from Ohio <laughs> <laughs> and he was a fast he is a fast runner he was like he was yeah he was like a speed racer it was yeah it was I really enjoyed the team they they were like they kind of like talk about team dynamic we kind of came together um but you were finally a mercenary Huh? You're finally a mercenary. No, I actually had to like be captain of Van too because I wasn't happy with the organization. Oh I told you I'm like a type A personality. If things are not going well, I'm gonna step up and like get right like down okay. and dirty. You know? All right. So, where does the race start? Where does it end? It starts in uh, Groton, Connecticut. Um, and then it ends at Quincy, Massachusetts. And then it was like we're going ar- along the coast, which so we're at beaches the whole time, which is nice. Oh, you were? That's yeah. cool. Um, uh, so Let's look me, at the logistics, though. You got two large vans? Yes. Okay. Oh, it was like a s- suburban, I think. Okay. Um, it was not like a like a van van. Mm-hmm. It was a suburban. It was still big enough for like six people to be like kind of in all their in gear. There, yeah. And then 12 runners, six in each van. Yep. Nice. And did you have, was your runner... Also a driver, or did you have a designated driver? No, it was it was me driving most of the week. Actually, I drove from Virginia to Groton, and then I drove most of the race. So I was exhausted. But no. after my second run, I was, like, passed out in the front seat. They had to, like, you know, move me to, like, <laughs> drive the car to the hotel. <laughs> I get it. And we actually, the team kind of did it bougie because we had a hotel after every run. And it was like the way it was done. It was really nice. So like the first night, Thursday night, we had four rooms. Um, so we s- spread out. But then, then in between, after every leg, we had um, only two rooms. So van one went to rest. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So when you say after every leg, you mean six runners run their distances. Yes. Which are all different distances because you're running down a road. And the van, let's say for the first segment... Uh-huh. The first segment is six segments from the start to the end of the sixth segment. At the end of the sixth segment, van two is waiting to start their six. Yep. So the first runner goes out, and then the van races that runner to the next checkpoint. It mm-hmm. could be three miles, could be eight miles. Correct. It could be more. Mm-hmm. In each transition or relay handoff, 
different distances, but after you've done the first six, you then went to a hotel room? Yes. Wow. And uh, it was, so the, it was the same, it was only two rooms, and we had, it was the ones that, like, Van One used to, like, rest and shower, and then, you know, Van One were really nice. They had, like, really fresh towels waiting for us. They made the beds, and uh, it was nice. I don't know, it was just like we enjoyed, we, like, were able to relax, and for me, driving most of the time, I, I was able to, like, put my feet up and just relax and not. You were Van too. I am Van too. Nice. So the Van 1 starts at, what, 7 a.m.? At 5, I think 5. 5 a.m., wow. And then they ran until, what, noon? Um, I think we, we started getting ready to get there by 10.30 just to kind of be there. Oh, so yeah, they sure. were there by 11-ish. That's great. Yeah. So then you're running midday. How was the weather at this race? Um, Actually, so the first... Uh, like fr- Friday, it was nice. It was like in New England, kind of like summery, nice. you know, breezy. You're by the water. Um, it was nice. But then the next day, it was hot. Sa- Saturday was super hot. That's when I like didn't put a shirt on. I usually wear a shirt. I didn't put a shirt on. I had like my sports bra and my shorts, and I had like the neck fan going, and I had like my hat. I don't like to wear a hat when I run, but you know, I needed the hat because right. the sun was, you know, very hot. So how long did it take? What runner were you? I was I was uh, runner ten. So then you were number four in the in the van, van two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how long was your first leg? It was about six point five. How was it? It was it was not bad at all. And it, like honestly, coming from Zion, um, nothing's bad. Nothing was bad. <laughs> and like they were like, my first my first leg was kind of pretty easy. And I'm like, really. It was <laughs> rolling hills. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, bring it on. <laughs> really? But it's, it was a good, good, like, kind of like recovery race for me after Zion. How much? It was one week after Zion. Yeah. Four days, even, basically. Yeah, four days. Because, like, yeah, I came back Sunday and actually came back Monday morning. I had an over, like, a red eye from Vegas and I came straight to work. Wow. Yeah, and then yeah, it took me a few days to recover. I wasn't even recovered. I was in a car driving back up to. Yeah, like, that, New that's England. the tempo of, that's the tempo of Ragnar Immortal. You just mm-hmm. got to be ready for it. And then, so I feel like doing road Ragnars are a lot easier than trail. Easier on the body. Others say just the opposite. How do you feel about that? I honestly agree with you, um, especially that you know you're you're staying like some people don't do hotels in between legs. They just do in the beginning and out in the in the end. At least you're sleeping in a bed. At least at least you're showering, and it's um, you're like in a van. You're in civilization. Like when you're camping, you're dealing with all like kind of like you know natural like you know rain weather, and the yeah. weather and you know pollen animals. Like I don't know. I feel like it's different. It's not like we're used to being in houses. So when you go camp, it's just different. Your body's like, oh, my back is like weird like and you slept weird because you're sleeping in a tent or on a mat or something so well the um if you're not all bougie like the teams that you typically appear to be on (laughs) um like if you're with you're with gen pop like i usually am when you're doing a road ragnar at those van transitions there's usually a gymnasium or a place that you can set up a cot and sleep in yeah, I've I've actually experienced that. So when we did Drinkers and Foodies for Bourbon Chase last year, we we slept in a van in a in a in a high school gym, and it was really warm. They had a shower, so still, you know, you were still somewhat kind of you know 
comfortable and you you know you're laying flat you know you're not sitting down cr- crumbled up or like you have like, car, the, the yeah the seat under in the car in the van so one time i don't even know which one it was i know i was under a blanket on the sidewalk sleeping oh like, i think i saw a picture of that like dude <laughs> dude just it, i was so freaking tired um from the from a road ragnar um but what's really cool too is at the um at the van transitions, depending on the venue, there's usually like a big sort of festival happening there. Did you yeah. did you have that with New England, where Ragnar sets up their vendors and a band playing? Yeah, um, I think there was a band. There was a like some guy with a guitar in Zion, but not in not in New England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right, cool. So, what were some of the uh, what would you say the highlights would be? Um, I feel like it was just the organization of the course and the, the, like, you know, also the locals too, they were helping, like there's a lot of volunteers. It was just really awesome. Like all in all the organization um, and the staff were very helpful. Um, I, I know Sherry, she's one, she was one of the staff in New England and she was like actually looking for me because I met her in Michigan Road. She was, she would wear like a chicken suit. And she's like, I'm here, but I don't have the chicken suit. I want to see you and hug you. And I'm like, um, it's like, it's just, that's, I think that's my highlight of Ragnar in general and why I love it and why, you know, I'm honored right now to be an ambassador of like Ragnar is that the camaraderie and the friendships and all these people that support you and they look forward to see you and they cheer you on. And no matter what your like state you're in, they're going to be there and just to be there for you. And I feel like, I think that the sense of community is just amazing. Yeah, the one thing about the one thing about Ragnar is that I like a lot also is the consistency. And whether you're at a trail Ragnar or road Ragnar, you see the same the same staff members Absolutely. or the same volunteers. That's really neat. The um, road Ragnar, you you establish like a little personal nest inside the suburban or the van or the vehicle that you're riding in. And it's right. like where you sit when you're not running, when you know all you have to do is run or just sit or yeah. in your case drive. But once you have your nest established, <clears throat> everybody kind of has their space. You figure out how to change clothes outside yeah. of a van or inside of a van. Um, it's a unique, uh, I, I consider it a lower logistically heavy it's not as heavy logistically as camping for a trail. Yeah. Because you, if it's raining, you're just inside the van. Yeah. If it's, and it's road, you only need road shoes. You only need exactly. trail shoes. Um, you know your team is going to dip into a restaurant to get food. So you have to haul too much food. Yeah. Right? And then uh, being shielded from the weather, I think, is really great. But... You don't see van one. You don't see the other van yeah, hardly that's, at all. Yeah, that's so one. You, that's downfall. I feel like. Right. So you're disconnected from half of your team. Whereas trail, you have to bring your own structure, live in your own tent, bring your own canopy, and then maybe have a folding table, uh, bring some food. Mm-hmm. Usually there's food trucks, right? And yeah. and like the village is always squared away, and there's always canopies up there. But yeah. but ultimately you're. You're in a home base that's yeah. not traveling, and the runners go out and come back. So it's both formats have their pluses and minuses. Yeah. I think I actually don't know if I could choose one or the other because I'm, I like, I'm the same way because I I like I like them both. I like 
they're both highlights for both and but I think the biggest one of the biggest differences between road and and when it comes to gear and trail is like at night at trail all you need is a headlight but in in road you need you have your vest and you have to have like a backlight so like cars can see you if you're walking across and like you get like those flags so you can cross the street they give you those flags with the bracelets so so you can cross the street or cross your runner across the street um, and then also one of the things that I like about uh, road is that if it's a long like if it's a long stretch you can do van support so you can stop in the middle and help the runner with some water or some like you know yeah. goo or something that I think that's that's really good you know I don't think trail you can do that much how about but... how about <laughs> microphone how about when you're running road in the vans hundreds of vans pass you with cowbells and cheering oh yeah that's awesome that's that... amazing but so Kevin I'm gonna say something and honestly see I'm new to Ragnar but I'm like now an ambassador I was like almost in tears when I was running my last leg and all these bands passed by at least four or five. They were like, go Sarah, like they know me by my first name. I am honored to, you know, people know me. Like it's just like, hey, these are my family. And like everybody was like, yeah, I passed you. I saw you when you were running. And I was like, that was awesome. That was like, kind of like, it just, it really brought me, like it just reminded me why Ragnar is my happy place. Totally. You're, you're so right. All the support. I, I loved hanging a cowbell out the window and shaking it at people when you drive by them. And you holler for your teammates, and especially when you're in the community and you've, you've met a lot of other runners. You see it's like a reunion. At yeah. every transition, you're like, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's super fun. Um, yeah. Did you guys like do any shenanigans, or was it all business on your, on your, uh, your, your New England road? Um, define I'll, shenanigans. I'll, I'll, I'll define shenanigans. So when I did Northwest Passage, I think, I don't even know which version we were in, but the sun had just gone down, like it's mm. barely light out. And for some reason, oh, we were the walking, the running dead was the oh, name of our team. Right? Okay. <laughs> That's not the first time anybody's ever used that one. But um, so we had like blood all over our vehicles oh, and blood okay. stickers and scars and whatnot. And somebody had brought a mask like of a, a zombie okay <laughs> and and it was her mask and she was like i said oh we should jump out and scare you she's like i dare you to scare me i'd be hilarious if you scared me there's and she's like there's no way you're gonna scare me i would see you coming because there's there's vehicles everywhere and we were running through like um farms just flat field farms yeah and it's a straight road that's built up on a berm and there were all kinds of vans parked on the side of the road where you would cheer for your runner to go by. And it was there was not a single bit of traffic. The only traffic yeah. was Ragnar traffic. Mm-hmm. So the lights are kind of blinding you while you're running and you got your safety gear on. Well, I went and um, I put the mask on and I put this big green blanket over my shoulders <laughs> and I kept... Uh, I kept like coming out of the bushes oh on God. people. And then we actually scared our runner really well. Whoa. And then... They were running later on, and we cars were kind of rolling by slowly. And I, my other teammate, put the mask on, was hanging out the window, scaring people. Oh my God, that's crazy! That's what yeah. I meant by Ragnar shenanigans. They well, probably be like, "Don't do that, please. That's a safety." Blah blah blah. And we're like, "Well, okay." Well, but. so my team, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, one of the immortals, uh, Brian. He was one oh, yeah, on, yeah. in my van. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like he. Um, he was very famous of like napping. 
Oh, yeah. Waking up and say, oh, can I get this kind of... So we started calling him princess. Like, I was, like, on the board of, like, why are, like is it bullying? He liked it. So, like, he yeah. was, he, we were sure he was on board. So, like, all right, planet princess, what do you want to eat now? And whatever. Like, he was napping. So, like, they did a lot of napping in that van. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, cool. So what would we say... Um, we didn't talk about your last lap. So how did your last lap go? Or your so, last uh, leg? So my last leg was, yeah, that was the hot one. That was, like, we was always bracing for it. Um, and Let's see, your van two runner four, runner. which means you're three from last. Yes. Oof. And then, yeah, that was... Like so 3 that was specifically... Yeah. And that was specifically Man. runner... No, it was about one one thirty or two. Middle of the day. Yeah, and then uh, it was run a leg thirty four. So how I many miles? Not, um, that was six point five. I did not expect, or I think it was five point six, five point six, which is not bad. I did not know it, there was hills, but again, you know, road hills are different, and you know, I've just been to Zion, um, and then. It's you go along the street. Remember, I told you like all these vans came and called my name. I was just so excited, and then we were like at this light, and me and this other runner. And she, I saw like her van stopping and giving her like a wet towel for her neck, and they were spraying her with water, and they sprayed me as I was I went along, passed by. So like me and her, and then we go into like a park, and that park is, has the hills, and I'm like, and she's like, well, I've done this before, and there's a hill coming up. I'm like, oh okay, well let's take it easy and let's just. So we kind of like kind of ran together throughout and then by the end of like the fourth or fifth hill we were like fourth or fifth hill. yeah Jeez. we were just like tired i'm not saying it was just challenging but it was just tired and then i ran out of water she had some like gatorade and i'm like i'm running out of gas like go ahead go ahead and she's like no 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 open your water bottle so I, she put some of her like gatorade in my water bottle and then i like kind of chug it and we start running and we start like, and then we reach to almost the end and they make us like cross the street up a hill and then to that. Like, so we kind of do like a U-way to go to the, to the, to the like a uh, transition point. She couldn't, like we were like, she couldn't even go up the hill. So I put my arms around her. I'm like, come on, come on, come on, let's go. Let's bring it in hot, let's bring it in hot. So she's like, we ran up the hill, but she's like, I can't, I gotta stop. So like I ran in and kind of gave the bracelet and I made a new friend, like her name is Courtney. She's from, like she's from, uh, I think Wisconsin, she said, but they always do New England and um, uh, reach the beach. So it was really fun to have like a new friend and it was just, it was tiring to have somebody to help you there. <laughs> Ragnar's so good like that. The, the yeah. running community and how how nice it is, especially when somebody's struggling or when you or when you bond with somebody on course. You're yeah. like, yeah, this is so cool. And again, like you're just so nice. Like I'm apparently I say I'm not competitive, but I'm super competitive. Like only during I the race. <laughs> only during the race though. <laughs> so like I've actually never made friends on course. Oh, I've, yeah. I've had ghosts. <laughs> and what I mean by ghosts are, um, no, no, I've had phantoms. That's what I call them, phantoms. Uh, okay. I don't know if that runner was really there or not. Oh, like, okay. I, uh, but that I, worries I, me at night. No, no, <laughs> no. What I mean is, even during the daytime, somebody gave me a word of encouragement, but I've never seen them again, or I never <sighs> saw them in the village again, or, uh -uh. or did, were they really out there? Like, uh, maybe yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a weird spiritual stuff. But basically, I was, um, I've had those phantoms that. Okay. Uh, at one point, there's a beautiful woman with, with water oh. on course. And I was like, thank you. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Nobody else saw that person, right? And I'm like, that's really weird. Um, 
so uh, the the spirit and the family environment of Ragnar, if you're in the receiving spirit, mm-hmm. it's really there. Yeah. And, you, and you you do make friends. And I remember I made friends just randomly at West Virginia, just be like kind of, hey, what's up? Mm. Good to see you again. There's a guy with a beard, you know. And yeah. I'm a guy with a beard, so I was like, "What's up, beard?" What's up, beard? <laughs> um, but after two years, we never really spoken to each other. Yeah. At West Virginia, and maybe at Richmond, I'm not sure. But um, then I spotted him at Michigan. Mm-hmm. I said, "Yo, aren't you that guy I see in West Virginia?" He's like, "Yeah." And we we started talking, and that, that's uh, the lunatics out of uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, They're okay. fun. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so you you meet and you make friends under duress, and that's where somehow the bonds are just more solid right. when you make friends under duress and duress it's just a ragnar yeah. but it's just a ragnar yeah. you know it's it's serious business sometimes yeah so i feel like this one uh, has a different tone than your other other podcasts when oh, it comes yeah. to like was it because it was genuinely easier or was it because it was after something as tough as zion was i think both i think both and also like in Ventu, there was a runner who's who had just done Boston Marathon, and she's doing like the Chicago Marathon, and that was like Ragnar was like a one-off. She that's her first Ragnar ever, and me and her became besties like instantly. And she was driving when I was in driving, so I kind of like made a best friend. And like right now, she's like, I want to come help you move and stuff. Like I'm moving right now. So in, before I go to Colorado, I'm actually moving from one apartment to the other. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like just having a new friend, and actually she's like, oh, what is Ragnar life, and what is uh, what is this? And I'm like, ooh, let me explain to you, because I'm like, I get into like that, you know, my element, and I start talking about Ragnar. You get into your ambassadorship, which is why you're an ambassador. Absolutely, absolutely. That's really, really cool. That's, that's really fun. Um, so things that worked well. Uh, organization like the everything that was organized everything was kind of on point um uh, as far as like our team like captain had everything organized from hotel from like vans and like everything like down written down and organized to like the staff organization to Ragnar and like all the cones and like all the directions and staff helpers nobody really getting lost much no that's great no we were like we and because I was driving <laughs> we did not ever miss a transition or a point because like I am like right on point I'm like really good with directions and I have a hard time communicating with people who don't know how to direct over oh, like <laughs> right so I take charge so the maybe you don't have to be the captain but you could be the navigator absolutely yeah right. I so, can be the navigator for sure nice and yeah. you definitely want to control things so that people have a smooth experience. I'm hearing that also. Um, I try to, like, kind of tone that down because, like, when you're in Ragnar and, like, you have dealing with different personalities, it comes off as bossy and intimidating. And I try to, like, I'm not that kind of person. I just, like, things in order and I have a type A personality. So it's like you got to hmm. be kind, but you got to be organized. you got to listen to me, but you got to be, you know, <laughs> have fun. Have fun, but you got to listen to me. Mandatory fun. <laughs> Mandatory fun. He's like, why are you not laughing? You're not laughing. That's not true. It's not genuine. you got to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, how about the after party at uh, the finish line? Did you finish on a beach? We we did finish uh, by a pier, like a, yeah. a water, and it was it was kind of like, Chile was nice, um, and then we went. No, I'm saying was it was like what was Ragnar's setup? What did it look like? 
it was like a village and then they had like they had uh the of course the gear shop like if you want to get like pick up some um ragnar gear from there um i always have to pick up something for my daughter to like remind her that i still love her oh, that's nice <laughs> you know when you talk about personal how a be going immortal affects your personal life it is already like my daughter is like i know you're doing your thing mommy but i miss you so much she's eight years old Aww. and um i try as much as possible to include her own experience and i explain to her like what's happening and how things are going and she loves it she feels like she's an immature adult when i tell her all these stories and she's like mommy i'm so proud of you i'm so lucky to have you so oh my god she says darnest things and like she melts my heart um that's really sweet yep so they had like a DJ playing, loud music, everybody's tired. Oh, we went from that to my daughter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like sorry. I <laughs> so the village is usually, they have either massages or like they have like, um, I've never seen them in, I haven't seen them in, uh, in road, but usually at villages in trail, they have the compression, like the boot compressions. I always get the unlimited. Mm -hmm. I do before and after. That really helps it with really recovery. Does. I oh agree. my God. And I use the Arnica like cream. It's called Relieve It. Oh yeah. Um, it's just I put it on before I run and it really helps with like recovery time so like when I come back I'm just exhausted my legs are fine which is that's amazing. really amazing yeah. yeah when they started bringing those out it's called elevated legs yeah and the actual elevated legs uh, company was there mm -hmm. um, and then I guess Ragnar's bought their own and then started doing it but they're it's an exceptional tool for between legs for yeah. sure um, I don't know what it does it moves the blood around some something the traction between the, the your joints it helps because it gets compressed when you're running and when your muscles are tight it makes it harder for you for you to get blood flow so that helps with the blood flow how about it well i know it helps for recovery for sure oh absolutely uh what was the biggest surprising challenge with road in new england that there was hills like <laughs> i don't know i didn't expect the hills <laughs> even though they were not as bad uh, Sarah. Okay, so being that you're an ambassador, you know that the, I assume the Ragnar app is still active. Does that still? Uh, it is, yes. And it shows you, but I don't look because I like surprises. Oh, my God. So on the Ragnar app, you can check out every single, like for a road Ragnar, you can check out every single leg, uh, what roads it follows. Mm -hmm. um, there's like a GPS thing where you can actually follow for when you're the driver to meet the runner for transition. Um, but it also shows you elevation profiles, yeah, Sarah, yep. so you can definitely know that there's... I know. I, I try not to, like, <laughs> look because I don't want to be, like, especially if I'm on a team where, like, they assigned me the runner. Like, I don't want to say, like, I don't want this runner because it's, like, so hard. But because, you know, you're going for challenge. I don't want to, like, not get a challenge. But if I knew it's, like, a, a leg that I can't do, I will say, oh, can I do this? But I don't want to be that kind of team member. I want to, like, go with the flow. I want to accept what comes my way and just... That's you know. good. Yeah, that's like a mercenary. I like that. <laughs> that's that's the uh, go with the flow. Mm -hmm. That's a good feeling. And road, it's just logistically lighter yes. than, especially when you have a team that gets um like a hotel room. Yes. Like I've been oh, on, I was on one awesome. team where it was just sleeping in the grass or sleeping in the the um the gym. Yeah. And I was so tired. I didn't care. I did not yeah. care <laughs> where I was sleeping. Um, a... Cool. So then. Uh, so there's got to be something else that was logistically challenging about New England. Maybe 
I guess the transition because you get back on a Monday from Colorado, clean your gear. Yes, and then just. Get, um, I mean, I, at one point during my immortal journey, I stopped unpacking. Yeah. I just stayed packed. Yeah. So it, it's just yeah. For now, like right now, I actually still have both my. Zion and New England bag unpacked. Yeah, I just took out the dirty clothes and just like put washed it because uh, the smell. But you know the stuff is still sitting in the on in the middle of my living room, and that's so that's the chaos that I have to deal with. It's like I don't have time to clean because like I have two jobs, and then I have to spend time with my daughter, and then I have to go like catch up to my like friends, and actually I have to run too, and I have schoolwork to do. So I sleep like five hours every night, and then that's the maximum I do. And that's kind of like... I like this. <laughs> so at this point in your journey, you're at race four, mm -hmm. and it's just starting to creep in the concept of home life balance with Ragnar life, yep. right? And first of all, doing one Ragnar is awesome. It's badass. It may be one of the hardest things. If you're an amateur runner, it mm -hmm. may be one of the hardest things you've ever done. Huge accomplishment. Going immortal, the impact on your body with not just the race, but additionally the travel wear and tear on your body. Absolutely. Airports, Ubers, checking your bags, freaking security. Have you gotten the, um, the clear or the pre-check? I did. Yeah, yeah. clear. Yeah, oh. it's awesome. It pays off. Skipping. Oh my God. That's that's one of the best pieces of advice you can give somebody who's doing a lot of traveling or travel Ragnars is get the pre-check. You go through yeah, security. Absolutely. It takes five minutes versus mm -hmm. an hour yeah. possibly, right? Yeah, for um, sure. So, but the immortal wear and tear on the immortal journey of your personal life and then eventually your professional life, mm -hmm. just it just beats you up. And beats you up. And that's where the real racing, I think, happens is making sure you are squared away enough to get through the whole journey. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. So let's see how my journey continues. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm no nervous doubt. at the same time. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like you mentioned that you'd kind of go with the flow and take whatever loops they give you. At some point, you can start pulling the immortal card and say, listen, I'm racing weekend after weekend. You need to give me them shorter loops. Actually, for I heard from previous immortals, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like they try to do at least one Ragnar leg or one black loop within their immortal journey. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say nah. <laughs> so I kind of like claimed Michigan Road Ragnar leg, and that's the one I'm doing. Okay, fine. You go. You listen. Jenny would say the same thing. Jenny wants all of them. Mandy from the Mandy Randy Ronda West Coast Broads team. Oh my God. They, yeah, they're Mandy, beasts. Mandy I, I, takes I don't compare every, to them. <laughs> yeah, Mandy takes every darn crazy hard leg and any extra mileage. She, you know. No, but I think you're right. I think for Reach the Beach and because um, I'm not assigned a runner assignment yet and for Bourbon Chase maybe I'll, I'll go like a lighter because it's going to be like within after Vermont and uh, like I have the Ragnar leg in Michigan Road so like maybe kind of take the lighter legs. I would just say don't make it a habit but or do it man if you're, if you're a hard <laughs> charger be a hard charger I, in um, my mind I don't want to like run myself down like I already have like I'm still recovering from an injury I still have pain from it like I had shin splints last year for, on both legs and right. I still f feel the pain is different but it's I, like I'm working with a chiropractor twice a week and doing like active release therapy and Graston therapy 
um, if you're not familiar with that. So active release is just basically, it helps you release like the muscles and it's some sort of a stretch they do. Mm -hmm. And they grasp them, they use like a metal tool to oh, yeah. up break the adhesions. It's like so, a, a blade. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it hurts a lot. It feels like a giant sword for me. It, it, it even, though it's just, even though it's small, it's a little thing, it's like a fork. But I walked into that <laughs> office limping and I left from the first session and I was walking normally. And then to me, I'm like, you know what? It was worth it. Two minutes of pain and then you're walking normally. I think I'll take that. That's totally worth yeah. it. I get it. So, All right. So two pieces of advice if somebody brand new was doing their first road and it happened to be uh, New England. Um, well, check out your course first. Okay. <laughs> know what you're going to run. Use the be Ragnar app for that. Use the Ragnar app for like this. See what your elevation is. Just be prepared. Make sure you have, I will go back to the same advice you give um, previously about getting extra battery because at night you're running, you don't want your battery to run out, um, even though you're on streets sometimes. But like sometimes you have a darker, a darker alley or something you're running through that you, you need your light. You want your light. You want your vest. Um, just, I think my advice for everybody is just like, look at the pack, uh, the packers list that I have on the website that has everything to help you pack. Um, and then like the race Bible also, it has all the information you need on the website or the app. Um, and just have fun, prepare to have fun and hydrate, hydrate. What about overpacking? Hmm? What about overpacking? So... If you're only doing one Ragnar, just go by the 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 like the what is it called the packers like the the list the they give you a list. list the packing list they give it to you that just follow that don't veer off like if you have like a special candy or bar that you want to bring with you do that but not extra don't bring extra clothes don't bring your extra anything like for me it's like what's important is like bringing an extra pair of shoes like if you're only bringing one pair of shoes bring an extra one just in case like it rained and that one is soggy like you want another one to run with in the next loop so that's one thing to think about like if because like in michigan road i was van one so we missed the rain van two they got the grunt of the rain no. they were like soaking wet that jenny was in that and pietro they were in that van and i'm like I don't think they had the same experience Van One did because, oh. like, <laughs> we had the luxurious experience. Right. I had, like, I was in a hot tub with a glass of wine after my first leg. <laughs> 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 it was, um, yeah, it was a completely different experience. But, yeah, just be, like, don't overpack. Don't overpack. Just see what, like, especially, like, so if you're going to New England, if you're, tra if you're flying there, you don't want to overpack. And even if you're, I was driving, I drove, but I just got exactly what I needed. Like the, the three outfits for running, my light gear, my Knox gear, and um, like an extra pair of shoes. Um, and and just, you know, your hydration pack. I think that's important for long legs, sure. hydration pack. Um, so for like my last leg, I used just the regular water bottle, which I emptied it like very quickly because it was so hot. Right. So I kind of regret it not Damn. having my hydration Should've pack. Should have had the pack, so, right. Yeah. So like, you know, for long legs, hot legs, make sure you have your hydration pack. A hat and sunglasses is very important. And sunscreen. Mm. Yeah. That's sunscreen very sure. important. Yeah. Awesome. Any, uh, any last minute tips for travel when it comes to flying or checking bags or rental cars or... Or we use yours out of the loop on that because the captain took care of it. Um, I, I, 
the captain kind of took care of all of that. Like when I stepped in as a van to captain, I just like just took over like the driving directions and all that. But right. she was very organized as far as like all the hotels. She actually read the reviews and she booked them ahead of time. So Everything good. was like kind of like seamless. And honestly, like I'm just kind of like kind of ask her what she did because like now we're drinkers and foodies are preparing to go to Michigan Road. So we want to like do it right. Um, and um, I'm like, I want to get some tips from her about that. Uh, but again, as an ambassador, I'm about to say as an ambassador, yeah. yeah, I would like I would say New England is fun and it's by the beach. Like we stopped at every beach to pictures, just enjoy, took in like that smell of the ocean. It's just awesome. Just enjoy every every minute of it, and um, like you know, reach out to me if you have any questions at Sarah Albanelli on Instagram, and you can use my uh, code S A A M B twenty two to register. That gives you ten percent discount off your register. Um, and I hope you come out, try out Ragnar. It's amazing. You'll come out, like come in with strangers, leave with family and friends. So if somebody's struggling with, um, they're nervous to register their team because they don't have enough runners. You can help them kind of understand how to recruit runners. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, just mm -hmm. being part of like, you know, you'll join like Ragnar Life where you can connect all the Ragnars, all the runners, all the running groups, like you can actually contact. I can help with you know, guide you and I can help show you tips and tips and tricks and all the ones that I did and actually maybe get more advice from you about running or more advice from you about like hydration or attitude and elevation because you live in a mountain like town or state. So I'll tell you what that's dynamite. That's dynamite. You're 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 a great ambassador. So um anything else about this race? No. Just enjoy it. <laughs> but yeah. it was awesome. It was fun. It was a great experience. I can imagine it felt great coming off of the Zion experience. Absolutely. You're like, wow, back to back <laughs> to not almost dying. Yeah. Well that's amazing. Well thanks for being on the podcast and the next one we'll talk about will probably be Colorado. Oh Colorado. I did yes. that one so I can I have some input for that one. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I can't wait. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Thanks, sir. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by City National Bank in Ransom, West Virginia. I am Melissa Knott and manage both of our Jefferson County locations. Our Charlestown location is located on George Street in Charlestown and the Ransom location is located in the Potomac Marketplace Shopping Center. City National Bank is a full service community bank that provides an array of financial services. We offer a range of free checking accounts and savings products for both consumer and business customers. City National Bank offers competitive low rate and low cost lending products for both business and personal needs. Come and talk to me or one of my team members and get products and services that are tailored to fit your schedule and help you to achieve your financial goals. I can be reached at both the Ranson and Charlestown locations. Check out our website at www.bankatcity.com.